Awesome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. Look, I appreciate my guests. I appreciate you. I have an amazing episode featuring an amazing author. Uh, put out this book, uh, reached out to her. She acquiesced. She's like, I would love to come on the show. So, you know, I wanted to get you out there because she's just an amazing person. She has a book called Just Be It, B-E-E-I-T. Be it. But before we get into that, if you want to keep seeing amazing influencers and leaders, you got to do, you know, three things. This is a new season. The first thing is connect with me on Instagram at CVMK33. Second thing is hit me up, connect and subscribe on the YouTube page at CV Space K. That's Cody Vernon Kelly. And the third thing, you know what I'm saying? If you just feel anointed and want to bless a brother, you can support a brother the cash app below. <laughs> All these things help to bring and inspire and to continue the work. I appreciate you. We're going to get into this. I have an amazing guest. You know, sometimes, you know, people just use words and whatnot, but I always find true insight and true creatives. I like authors. I like people who put out intellectual property. So I have Char with us. Char, how are you doing today? I am doing amazing. Thank you so much. Look, I want to call you Dr. Cody for some reason. (laughs) But thank you so much for um, having me, Cody, on um, It Is What It Is podcast. I'm so excited um, to have met you through my cousin. Got to give her a shout out, if you don't mind, Uh, Miss Diane Murphy, all the way from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I'm just excited to be here. So thank you so much for having me on your show. Perfect. No, anytime, anytime. Shout out to Sister Murphy. So you've written this book, right? Uh, Just Be It, Boldly Exist every day. I always start off, you know, anytime somebody undergoes the process of writing, there's a lot that goes into it. I I wrote my first book, I think I was 21, 22, and I stalled on the second one. It's literally in my flash drive. And I can put it out now, but it's, it's like, it's so much you have to pour, so much of you that goes into it, right? So I always start this off and said, what was the inspiration behind this book? Man, um, that's a great question. So the inspiration behind this book was really almost kind of my testimony, if you will. And it was a charge. And I would even say go as far as a mandate um, from God. So anybody that knows me, I'm a church girl, um, kingdom citizen. And um, just be it is really about a person living and being who God has called them to be. Um, I was one who was rejected um, and not by family. I I come from a loving family, a loving background, a lot of friends, people who love me, but because I did not understand who I was and what my fit was, I feel God already, what my fit was um, in the world, in society, in school, growing up in, in grammar school, in high school, I always felt different. And so when you don't deal with that when you're young and you grow up, this thing called rejection will over overtake you if you don't deal with it. And so I'm just like, Lord, who am I in you? You know, I don't fit here. <laughs> I don't fit with this crew, but I got everybody around me and a lot of friends. But yet I still feel empty. Yet I still feel alone. And so this whole just be it um, project really all bore down to me wanting to understand, um, Cody, who I was in God and what am I supposed to be doing? We always hear um, 
prolific people talk about you are here for a purpose, right? I love the late Dr. Miles Monroe, uh, who said, you are here, you are born for a purpose. You are on this earth for a reason. And so it's up to us, Cody, to understand and to really plow into what that true reason or purpose is all about. So I felt called, compelled um, to write this book. Let me put an insert right here. I um, did a Facebook post and this is what kicked the book off because I had no idea um, that I would write this particular book. I had a different book in mind um, that I would write. And I did a Facebook post, I believe in January and I put the Facebook post at the back of the book. And basically the post just was simple. Just, you know, I woke up and saw all of this snow. I mean, it was like coming down um, really fast. And I just said, man, it's really snowing out here. Um, I'm from Chicago, so it's no big deal. I'm used to it. I said, but the snow did not ask for permission to do what it was created to do. My God, the snow never asked for permission to do what it was created to do. So for us, when we come out, what do we have to do? We got to sweep the porch. We got to shovel the sidewalk. We got to, you know, um, maybe clean our cars off. Right. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. <laughs> and so they don't get our permission to say, hey, Cody, can I can I snow on your car today? Can I get all in your driveway? And so I made an analogy and said, what if we understood what our, what our um, purpose was or why we were created and not always try to get permission from someone else to do the thing that you was already created? It's innate. It's already in you to do. And so um, I had a friend who reached out to me when she saw that post. She said, girl, you got to put that in a book. That's a whole book. And so I never thought about it, but from the moment um, that she said that to me, that was like a seed. And so <laughs> my creative mind, creative juices started going and God just started dealing with me. And so here we are today with the Just Be It book. I like it. I like the, I like how it all came together. So you, you mentioned in the book, you talk about labeling yourself and, and you talked about, you know, you dealt with the rejection, but then labeling yourself as a purpose friend. Yeah. And I guess I want to start there because our friends, anything but purposeful, right? Like, like I, I think, you know, in modern context, we use the word friend too loosely, right? It's like, oh, that's my friend. I work with that person. That's my friend. Mm -hmm. um, the Bible uses the word friend more like in a, in a way of intimacy. It's something so deep, you know, God called Abraham a friend, right? Like it's, it's a, it's that level almost underneath like a spouse, right? Like it's, it's a, it's a covenant relationship that I think just in modern day or postmodern society, American colloquialism, we don't value friends are like, well, I got a thousand friends on Facebook. Right. So what, why, why a purpose friend define that for me? Yeah. Um, so in the book, I define purpose friend. Um, and I'm just going to read it to you. Someone who enriches the life of another for the sake of fulfilling destiny. And so this is done through love, through support, through encouragement and empowerment. And so I said that this is my um this is my friend. This is my season to be your purpose friend and not just to be the girlfriend that you go to the mall with, that you that you hang out and go to the movies with. And so when you talk about what's the difference between a purpose friend and just hey, this this shard is my friend. And I I I love what you said about <laughs> Uh, before modern times um, about the covenant of friendship, right? And so 
I think that that's so important because in our modern society, I believe that a lot of words get lost in translation. A lot of words such as friend gets lost. Every, my mom and my grandparents used to say, Shar, everybody's not your friend. I would come home crying, but you're supposed to be my friend. You know, everybody is not your friend. And so I believe that purpose friend is more specific. It's more tailored. It's more, I'm pushing you in the direction of which not only I believe, but you more important believe that you should be going towards. And so I'm that accountability person for you, right? So you probably have a lot of friends, but out of those friends, who really holds you accountable? Who really challenge you um, at the next level for who you were created and who you were called to um, in this life? So I believe, um, one, it's a play on words, but two, honestly, I'm here for that reason and that purpose only. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I've noticed. So I, you know, I, uh, I do a, I won't say a great deal of reading because I need to read more. I do enough reading. I've gotten lazy lately, um, <laughs> mainly because I've canceled my Audible subscription, which I need to renew. But um, I, I, I try, <laughs> I, I try to read and consume as much information uh, as possible so that I can make better informed decisions. I don't pretend to know it all. I don't even think I have a clue on most subjects, but I know that my wisdom lies in the acknowledgement of my ignorance. And that's why I always start. I say, well, I know that I don't know. And I can go forward from there. You talk about the pandemic of authenticity. So now you switch from purpose friend into authenticity. And I notice with authors, what they'll they'll do what I call a, 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 a reverse or an inverse of the of the aim of the original aim. So if the first chapter is about healing, the second chapter is about how they got hurt. Right. Like it's it's almost like describing or leading to. Right. So the pandemic of authenticity, you started off with, you know, talking about uh, 1800s, you know, we've been dealing with consistent pandemics, uh, even pandemics that have not been labeled a pandemic. Um, but then you use the pandemic of authenticity. That's a strong that's a strong uh, characterization. Right. Why do you feel like the world is fake? Do you feel like there's just a bunch of fake people? I'd be like, why, why go here? That's a great, 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 great question. Uh, Oh, is the world fake? (laughs) So no, I'm not going to say that the world is fake. So what, what I wanted to do there, um, because we're in this pandemic called COVID-19, right? Um, it's kind of a playoff of words. I want it to be one thing about me is whether I'm writing, whether I'm speaking, I want to make sure that I remain relevant, right? right. And that people can, um, I can meet people where they are. And so because we're already familiar with this term pandemic, 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 you know, it just came to me like there's a pandemic or there's this issue that we don't know who we are. And we're not trying to intentionally understand our makeup, where we come from, who am I today? When I really find out my identity, that's really your true self. We're on Facebook and we're taking pictures and we got lashes and nails and, you know, our outfits, you know, suits, jackets for the men, whatever it is, but you hurt. You know, you, you're, you're, that's really not who, who you are. And so you're trying to, you look great, 
Like, but you're trying to fit in. And so I, I, I talk about a um puzzle pieces, how we're like puzzle pieces, and how when you think about whether a hundred puzzle piece or five hundred um puzzle piece or even ten, right? Each puzzle piece has a different shape. And so we look at the box at the masterpiece to understand, okay, what is, what is this, this puzzle, a picture of whether it's of the Niagara Falls or whether it's a picture of the just be it book cover. There are certain pieces that are going to fit in certain spaces. And so if I'm an end piece, I can't force a fit in the middle space. And that's what we're doing in our society. Like we're trying to fit in spaces that really God is saying like, that's not who you are. And we're trying, and that's why it's so hard, you know, because we're not being our true self. We're not coming to the tables being our true self. And so that's why I say it's, it's a pandemic. It's, it's gone. Wow. It's an epidemic of, you know, just back in the 1800s, like you mentioned, where there was SARS and there was AIDS and there was leprosy and all of these different things. Mm-hmm. And now we have this uh, pandemic of, we don't really know who we are and who we've been called to be. And it's more so not that I'm not worried about the people in the world, but for us that's in the church it's crucial. It's crucial. I talked to a lot of people, um, even when I was writing this book, just to kind of get a gauge. And I'm asking the question, hey, if I ask you your purpose, could you tell me? Ooh, well, I kind of know, but not really. So and that's that, that should that should concern us as the church. I'm tired, Cody, of and I, I, I this was me. So I'm just going to talk about me. I'm tired of shouting dancing um being on at church on friday night and being at the altar um feeling great and being delivered but not understanding how to make the change and not just change of being holy but god has called us to acquire things and that's gonna come through us being our authentic self so even just with you doing what you do um, with with the podcast, or I don't know what you do outside of that as it relates to your regular career and things like that, but there um, there's that career or that space needs you hmm. and the abilities and the skill sets for what you have to bring. But because of whose you are, that company, or if you work for yourself, don't understand who they have on their team because of who's on the inside of you. Does that make sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. I, yeah. I, 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 it makes a lot of sense. I think that we, <laughs> I think we have in church and in the secular, we have made the appearance of something more valuable than the reality of something. Hmm. And goals have replaced truth. Hmm. Right? So you get the you know, million dollar home, it's replaced or house, I I should say, Mm -hmm. but it's replaced having a good home. You Mm -hmm. get the, you know, the, the sea level job, uh, but it's replaced being a leader and Mm -hmm. the two, and you would think that the two are the same, but they're really not. (laughs) And, and um, I think we've entered into a, a phase where, success is the drug that everybody is addicted to 
or the, at least the appearance of the chase thereof. And I'm not against, you know, I'm not, you know, for absolutely, you know, you know, I'm, I'm for being ambitious. I'm all for drive and motivation. I'm totally for it. Anybody that really knows me knows I'm totally for it. Yeah. But I do think there's a danger and where we're headed that it becomes the only thing. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that there's no balance. So I, I, I totally I was just about to say that I come from a house of balance. Um, I didn't, I'm from Chicago, but I live two hours south in Bloomington, town called Bloomington, Illinois. And um, the church that is my church home here, been there for like 20 years now, but I didn't learn balance until I got here. And so mm -hmm. I think that's a key thing that you just mentioned is it's nothing wrong with success. It's nothing wrong with having the $500,000 house, the, you know, the dream car that you wanted. Like we need to have those things like the world right. needs to see us, you know, having those things. But like you said, it can't replace um, the truth of who we are. It can't replace. Uh, we can't forget God. Let me just say it like that. We can't forget God in the process and point people back to God because he blessed us with the prosperity to say, God did this. When I got this, um, when I wrote this book and how this book has opened up doors for so many other things and people are like, how are you doing it? Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, thank you, but it's God. And I told right. God, I never want to, and I'm not saying this, <laughs> I know that you know, but I'm not saying this because I'm on a, a, a podcast, but I'm like in my private time, I'm saying, God, don't let me exclude you from the process. Don't let me exclude you as you continue to open up doors that I know that no man can shut because you did this. So we we got to we got to want to be our true selves and do the work that's necessary um, when we just be we automatically do. And so we are human beings, Cody, and not human doings. We're human beings. We're called human beings for a reason, because when I just be who I am, I will automatically do because it's innate. It's innate. A dog is a dog and it's innate for him to do what? To bark. It'd right. be crazy if we start hearing a dog meow <laughs> or moo. That's right. not it. And that's, that's what perfect. that's what it that's not their purpose. And so right. that's what it looks like um, when we're not moving and shaking in whom God has called us to do. And it's not an overnight um, right. thing. It's a process. But I'm telling you, and I'm still working. I'm still digging. I'm still developing. Um, but I have found freedom in being my authentic self. I like it. I like it. You you talk about the uh, uh, a bee the 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 actual organism the insect the fly known as a bee uh, and you use it as an analogy um, and how the bee has purpose and you talk about the queen bees you talk about the worker bees my my confusion came because like a a bees a a, a bee society. <laughs> is purpose driven it is filled with purpose everything is like clockwork um and then you have um yet threats to the society you know known as killer bees that can disrupt the flow of a natural hive it's almost like they mimic humanity in some sense but there's a real social hierarchy with bees right <laughs> like a real there's a real kind of flow chart uh, depending on where you are in that flow chart, depends on how you, uh, I, I guess, be, if that makes sense. Uh, 
So why why be why or why why the the insect be and then how does it lead into this? Oh my god, my baby just flipped fifty times listening to you. Um, <laughs> because you're absolutely right about the hierarchy. Um, when I first started writing the book, it was called Just Be It with Just B E, and it was just going to mm-hmm. be boldly exist. And so um, as time went on, and I love how God just you know, since confirmation and just, you know, you you want the book to be out right now and it's not, but I always tell authors, there's a reason as to why it didn't come out in six months or it didn't come out in three months like you wanted it to. And it's okay because sometimes God wants to add some things to it. And so I believe that that's what he did for me. I was watching YouTube one day and I totally forgot that Ty Tribbett became a pastor. And I was like, oh, I just want to listen to him preach. I I love his singing. And he had a series called The Bees Are Coming. And so I was watching this series and watching it, loved it. And then one day I was on my way to work and God said, I want you to add another E. And so from there, I was like, Holy exist every day. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I started studying bees. And like you said, I didn't know that bees really have a purpose to our society, to our ecosystem. And they definitely, definitely have a hierarchy. And so one of the things that I learned about the bee that according to um, like aviation laws, bees should not be able to fly, Cody. And the reason um, they should not be able to fly is because their wings are technically too small for their fat bodies. And when I read that, I said, my God, I said, so if they technically should not be able to fly and this goes against um, maybe the laws of physics, I think that's what it would be, (laughs) right? Uh They fly on this average of 15 miles per hour. And, you know, they, um, as they're buzzing, you know, they have these 11,000 strokes per minute. And I said to myself, if they shouldn't be able to fly, but they're doing the doggone thing, what's our excuse? We have none. I love this, um, and I can't recall his name at the moment, but there's this um, renowned speaker in, in, the, in the kingdom world, um, and he evangelizes and speaks all over the world. His name is Nick. Uh, I can't even pronounce his last name, but it begins with a V. But he, he has, um, the name of his ministry is called Life Without Limbs. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but mm-hmm. he, he doesn't have feet. Um, he doesn't have arms, but when I tell you he is influencing and speaking all over the world and he's married and they they hook him up to a mic, he makes little jokes about it, but he is so powerful. Here we are with two eyes, two hands, two feet in our right mind and we can't do what? No, no, you can. And so that's the purpose of a purpose friend. We're going to push you. We're going to enrich your life. We're going to inspire you. But you are going to be challenged because we need you to operate in your fit. And so just like with the hierarchy of bees, the queen bee, the bumblebee, uh, the worker bees, I said, oh, this is really a thing, right? And so they each have a function. And I learned that if they got an issue with the queen bee, they will fight the queen bee out to 
to the point where a, a beekeeper has to pretty much isolate them from the colony so that they don't be harmed. I said, this is deep. But they each have a function. They each know their place. They each know their fit. So if that is the case with bees, so it is with us, with human beings. God needs us to be the movie producer, the author, the speaker, the uh, entrepreneur, the consultant, the coach, the bishop, whoever God has called you to be. He needs you to be that and to stand in your um, authority and in your own authenticity and connect it back to um, who you are in God. Don't leave God out of, I think that would be my, my main thing that I want to share with the audience tonight. Don't leave God out of the process. Don't leave the, the true architect who already created this blueprint for you according to um, um According to the word of God, he already created the blueprint. And so when you talk about success, success really in the eyes of God is obedience. It's obedience and faithfulness. And so if we can just be obedient, that don't mean we're perfect. (laughs) David wasn't perfect, but he was a man after God's own heart. How can that be when you committed adultery and you you killed? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so God is not looking for us to be perfect, but he is looking for us to be perfected in him. And we can only do it in him. And so just like a bee should not be able to fly. So many people have gone through situations abuse, whatever your story is. Um, Your environment may not have been the best environment, um, but God is saying to you, regardless of your situation, regardless of your past, present, it doesn't matter. When God has a word over your life, he's expecting you to step into it and just receive it and just receive it because that's what I've called you to be. And that's what I've sent you into the earth to do, whatever that is. But don't leave God out of the process. Don't leave him out of the process. That's true. That's true. You put together an interesting framework. Uh, you call it the iPad uh, yes. framework uh, for this um, uh, purpose creation or purpose identification, validation, and then initiation. I think it's the, probably the best way to describe <laughs> the flow of it, right? Uh, talk to us, you know, you know, I know, you know, coming to time, but talk to us, fill me in, you know, walk somebody through the iPad framework and how they can apply it. Yeah. Um, so I'm visual. And again, I mentioned puzzle pieces earlier, and that's really, if we just think of those four things as puzzle pieces. So the iPad framework, um, iPad stands for identity, purpose, assignment, and destiny. And as I was writing this book and on my own journey, um, God began to break down these four words to me. I'm a woman of words. Um, We need to really get back to the original definition of things. And so a lot of times, Cody, we use identity and purpose um, interchangeably. And I talk about that in the book. And although they are very close, closely related there's, there are two different things. So identity speaks to who are you? 
right? Identity speaks to who you are, while purpose is the why of you, the reason um, as to, to why you exist. Um, assignment. I love assignments because uh, we also get assignment and purpose mixed up as well. But I like to say that assignment is the what. It's the what do you do, right? right. And so, um, and then lastly, destiny. Um, it's it's destiny is happening now. It's it's where you're going. Destiny deals with where you're going, and it also deals with the journey of fulfilling moments in time. And so right now we're fulfilling a moment in time. We talked about this a week or two ago, but now this is destiny happening right now. And so at this moment, this is an assignment for me. So I'm just giving that analogy so people can understand like, well, what's assignment? Cause you know, we hear preachers when they come to your church and get ready to preach and I do it too. And I say, Hey, my assignment tonight or my assignment this morning is X, Y, and Z. And so this is an assignment tonight. Tomorrow, if I go to speak at a women's convention, that's another assignment. And so we have to understand that our assignments and the things that we're doing um, on a day to I should say the things that we're doing in our lives, we want to ask ourselves this question. Does it connect back to purpose? That's true. Does it connect back to purpose? And when it doesn't connect back to purpose, I'm wasting time. This is what God has shown me. This is what God has revealed to me. When it doesn't connect back to purpose, you're wasting time. Now, let me put this caveat in there. Does that mean, Shar, if I know that I'm not called to be a basketball player, that I can't go and play basketball? Absolutely not. Those are hobbies. Those are fun things. We need downtime. We need to do things that we enjoy um, and sit back and laugh and whatever that is. But playing basketball or trying to develop this gift that you know that you know that you're not called to, hmm. you're wasting time. I can't spend 13 hours on a court every week because that's not my purpose. Now, Michael Jordan can because that was his purpose. So he's going right. to put all of his energy into that, right? But what is Cody's purpose? And what are you spending the majority of your time in? And then the question becomes, when you look to see where you spend your time the most, does it connect back to your purpose? Because at the end of the day, we as 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 sons and daughters of God, we understand that at the end of the day, at the end of the age, we got somebody to report to. It's true. It's true. We got, you know what I'm saying? We got God to report to. And I can't say, well, Cody then was talking about me and they didn't they didn't think that I was, you know, a good speaker. So I just I just didn't, I just, you know, I just said I'm just gonna write and I'll just let people read the books and I won't speak. <laughs> right? right? He don't look at me and say, no, I called you to open your mouth, right? And right. so for me to get over that fear, for me to get over people, and that's what I had to learn to do. And if I can encourage somebody tonight, you've got to learn to get over people. I'm 44. And I think when I hit 30, Cody, I was like, you know what? I don't care what, what nobody say no more. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're not the right person uh, that I that I that has some value or some weight in my life. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter what you say. 
you know? And so sometimes that's hard. That's hard as a teenager. That's hard in college. So I get it. But I understand that it it's when I understand my identity in God, how much God loves me, who I am in him. I'm his daughter. And when I understand the revelation that God sent us to the earth for a reason, and when I don't fulfill the purpose and the assignments, these assignments are doors that God opens for us. That's true. Those are your assignments. So the iPad framework um, is designed to help us identify um, those areas so that we can literally, and in the book, I give examples um, of how you can, I call them iPad plugins, of how you can plug in. What is my identity? My identity is I'm a leader. You know, what is my purpose? Um, to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. That's in the case of Moses, right? right. When we saw that he led people out of Egypt. What was his assignment? His assignment was to go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. What was his other assignment? His other assignment, he split the Red Sea, right? So we, we a lot of people think, well, my purpose changed. No, it's really not your purpose that changed. It's your assignment that changed. And I think, uh, I feel like that that's a part of my call and mandate um, that of what I want to do. I want to be able to go out into the world and help people understand um, the necessity that you've got to get your purpose. Like you, you've got to understand what that is because we need what's on the inside of you. And so I want to help people understand this difference of identity and purpose and assignments so that we can see them walk in their destiny wholeheartedly. And so don't get it confused that purpose change. No, you know, when our interests change, it may be interest, but your purpose doesn't change. It's the assignment that may change, but your assignment should always connect back to what your purpose is because it remains constant. Well said, well said. Well, look, amazing author, amazing book. Char, where can they connect with you? Where can they purchase the book, follow you, support you? Where can they hit you up? Yeah. So I am, you can first of all go to my website, which is www.leadwithshar.com. That's L E A D W I T H C H A R.com. You can go there, uh, find out more about me and who I am. You can also um, purchase products there. I actually um, just launched a Just Be It course um, that we're going to be um, starting at the top of 2022 in January. So you can go there and um, purchase the course. It will be interactive. I'm not just going to leave you out there, but we're going to talk about some of these things and you're going to come out um, with some tangible and understanding. Oh, this is who I am. Um, you also can find me on Facebook at Char Michelle, C-H-A-R dash Michelle with two L's, um, Char Michelle McDowell on Facebook. And then on Instagram, you can find me at C Michelle Consults. Y'all hit her up on Instagram at C Michelle Consults, Star Michelle McDowell on Facebook, leadwithshar.com. Connect with her, purchase the book, support her, let her know. Look, I heard you said, I dig it. I need to find my own purpose and I just need to be it. And if you want to keep seeing amazing content and amazing influencers like Char, 
You know the three things you got to do. Connect with me on Instagram at CVNK33, YouTube at CV Space K. And if you just feel led by whatever, nah, blame. If you feel led by the Lord, <laughs> support me being cash app now. But look, it has been real. I appreciate my guests. I appreciate my audience. And until next time, guys, thanks. <laughs>